eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, quick two-game series. Uh, You were down there for game two of the series. Uh, How'd it go down there for you? Well, uh, not as planned. Uh, you know, didn't make it down to the first game, which seemed to be the really fun game. Uh, uh, seemed like the Mariners were back to who they were. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, the next game, you know, uh, you know, before we could even revel into that and soak it in, we already played another game that, you know, didn't turn out so well. Uh, we'll get to that. As far as my trip down there, everything was good, smooth sailing. Uh, my only note to any Mariners fan or anybody commuting to a San Diego Padres game is get there early. It's it's I'm usually down there early. I'm usually staying at a hotel. Uh, not this time. I was driving from Los Angeles that morning. Just awful, awful, awful parking. Um, just I, I would I would say if you if you get there late. Just be ready to walk. It's very similar to Seattle. The only thing about Seattle, you can still find a $70 parking spot close. In San Diego, I mean, they got more construction than downtown than uh, per Kappa. I know it's not as big as Seattle, but, man, a uh, tough time, you know, getting to that game. Got in there about the second inning in that, of that game. And, uh, sorry, the top of the third and then it just all kind of went downhill from there, you know, and uh, my spirit was broken. It seemed like a lot of Mariners spirits were broken. Last year was a, just an amazing, amazing time down at uh, down at uh, uh, Petco Park. Of course, the last time I was down there, we were in the midst of that 14 game winning streak. We're always talking about. I couldn't even I didn't even want to stay down there. I just had to go over to Spaghetti Factory and just kind of eat my emotions and drive home and think about it. And I know we were going to record last night, but I, I was bushed, but uh, that that's how it went. Yeah. I mean, that was a game in which uh, the Mariners in their last five, eight losses um, have given up 10 or more runs. So yeah, that was a tough game to go to. Yeah, it was, but uh, let's start a little bit positive. The people over here where I'm at, at a, at a Chick-fil-A, uh, nodded at me about the the positivity uh, a line coming out of my mouth. Let's let's start positive. Let's go back really quickly. Uh, game one of this series, obviously coming off just a terrible, terrible series, a bad week altogether. But of course, getting swept and not even swept, a non 
competitive sweep down in uh, Arlington. They come into town and, you know, for my money's worth, this is the Mariners team that we recognize. Oh, yeah, absolutely. From last year. And that's absolutely the way that the Mariners envisioned this team to play and what they how they want to play. You know, great starting pitching, some timely hits, uh, add on baseball, you know, with men scoring position and a couple bombs and then give it into your uh, lockdown horses, which we haven't had all year with Andres Munoz being out. And that's been a big problem as I've seen it throughout the year, you know, with actually having that lockdown guy. Uh, it was really nice to see Andres Munoz get in there and lock it down and Seawald save it. So, yeah, great pitching from Logan. Uh, really came back, attacked the zone. Um, yeah, it was spectac- It was a spectacular game and maybe one of, the, one of, if not the best game that the Mariners have played this year. It was definitely recognizable. That was like, that's the Mariners team that we remember. You're right. It, you know, get a little something on the board, run the pitch count up, get the starter out of there, drop a couple bombs. You hit a back-breaking uh, home run in the eighth inning, you know, followed up by sending out our fire-breathing dragon that is back. That is Andres Munoz. It, you know, to, I know, to equate it to, you know, it kind of reminded me of a football game of like, hey, it's nice and tight. And the Seahawks go out there and they get that big, uh, that big turnover. And, uh, you know, we score the ball, uh, you know, on a short field. And then we go back out and we stuff them three and out. That's kind of how that game felt to me. Um, and we needed a game like that after what had happened in the last week. Man, I was feeling good. And, uh, you know, it's always great when you see like, you know, Teo. And Julio hit home runs. You know, those are the guys that are really supposed to be providing the power along with Suarez on this team. That's your front end power right there. We, we, we saw that, um, you know, and again, it, it was a really good feeling. And then just a few short hours later in this quick two game series, we're back in the game too, you know, but anything else you want to add about uh, game one here? Yeah. I mean, the Mariners did not run themselves out of innings um, with bad base running. They made the plays. They didn't give the other team, you know, extra outs. Um, you know, this is how they have to play air free and smart baseball. Um, they're not consistent right now, not playing as well. And they have to play flawlessly pitching and hitting and defense, everything. And that's the way you keep doing that and building upon that. You hope to get, you know, a, a streak going against good teams who you're playing against. You know, you've played in the last few series against winning teams. The Padres have had a down year compared to what they've wanted, but yeah, that's winning baseball. And like you said, going into the next game, you're like, yeah, that's, that's something to build on. And, you know, it's just been a bugaboo with the Mariners. If they get down early and if the pitching's not sharp, um, like it was in that second game, you know, George Kirby seemed to have his fastball. He was locating that well. To me, it looked like his off-speed pitches were the ones that were getting hit quite a bit. I mean, he was already giving up five or 12 hits um, in four innings when he was out there in the fifth with uh, – or no, he wasn't out there then. Or maybe they took him out. I can't remember. It doesn't matter. But anyway um, – yeah, they had quite a few hits. They were hitting them good. So my point was you get down early. This team has a lot of trouble with a, being able to chip away and get back in games. 
Yeah. Um, another thing that I agree with all that. Uh, I agree when, you know, we get down four or five runs and we'll get into game two. You know, you, you see yourself down four runs, five, you know, four runs and you have the infield in and then that single comes and it's like you're kind of like checkmate, you know, and I we obviously don't like that feeling. That's not how this team was built. We'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but uh, yeah, Logan Gilbert, though, let's just talk about that really quickly in that game. What an awesome start. Um you know, he, he goes out there, he pitches, what, seven innings in this game? Uh, and uh, look, um, I don't, maybe people go, it's crazy. It has nothing to do with it. Look, he's got that facial hair going again. Uh, a little bit different look last year for Walter, um, uh, right? Last year we had we had the goatee. This year we kind of got the uh, gentleman or the uh, villain cowboy's uh, uh, mustache going on. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm one of you mentioned that uh, some people notice that stuff and it's a big deal to them. Yeah, I'm one of those that notices it, but it's not a big deal to me. You know, I'm more personally involved in how he pitched and he pitched great. He attacked the zone. He was fiery. He knew he was getting down to his last few last, you know, few of batters. He was getting up to 100 pitches there in the seventh inning and he really went after him. That's what you want in your young starting pitcher. You've seen that through from him throughout his career. And he was he was looking like the player that we all think he could be. He was, he was flat out dominant and attacked a very good aggressive team. As we saw in the next game, how aggressive they were. Yeah. I just think when he has that kind of stuff going on and he's really like sitting in and uh, laying in this Walter character, that's when he pitches the best when he's got that edge. Yeah. I'm all for, you know, guys changing up their, you know, high socks, low socks, cleats, batting gloves. I get that. Uh, it was brought up to me uh, listening to Ryan Divish on 710 yesterday that um, Scott Service is all about routine and preparation. So he just wants the guys and his belief is the guys prepare hard every day the same way. And even if you don't get the results, they will eventually come. So that's kind of, you know, the inside of what the Mariners are teaching these guys and asking these guys to do and they did this last year and, is, and and was successful so the Mariners continue to grind work on their game go through their infield practice work on their hitting but they're just not getting the results right now no and uh it seemed like they were getting the results there in game one let's get into game two really quick we we're not going to ignore it uh awful game uh tough 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 outing for Kirby, especially coming off of what he just did against the Yankees. I've heard a little bit of the sound bites on Kirby on his thoughts. He said there wasn't a bat that he figured was maybe the bat that changed everything for him. What did you see in Kirby? Let's break that um, pitching performance down. Yeah, he um, he was I thought his fastball was good. That was his best pitch of the night. Um, he seemed to have more success at that. Yeah, he gave up a ton of hits, and they were hard, and they seemed to be more on his off-speed stuff. Uh, so he wasn't really fooling anybody with that stuff, and that's the stuff that, to me, looked like was getting hit the hardest. Uh, he gave up uh, quite a few hits, you know, um, big home run early on from Gary Sanchez. Uh, he his last couple starts, he's gotten roughed up. Am I concerned about George? No, not really. I think he's a true professional with great stuff. Um, it's 
I mean, that ball that, that Sanchez hit, it was in the upper, you know, outside high corner, right on the edge. And Gary just got it. He timed it up and went after it. It wasn't one of these middle-middle pitches that we've seen from some Mariner pitchers lately. Um, it was a pitcher's pitch, and Gary, you know, hit it. It happened. So um, I'm not concerned with George uh, at this moment, personally. What are your thoughts on him? No, I neither am I. And I think it just turned into one of these weird things where, you know, especially in the third and the fourth inning, he just could not get that third out. You know, it seemed like he'd start off the innings all right. It wasn't like he was walking guys. He doesn't walk guys, getting guys on. That third out, I mean, it was base hit, base hit, base hit, base hit, home run, you know, in the third. And then it doesn't really help, you know, when your uh, offense goes in there after you've been out there laboring. Uh, the same way uh, in football, uh, you know, your defense makes these big – you know, stops and, you know, bends, but doesn't break too much. And then, uh, you know, the offense goes out there and does a three and out, you know, after that third inning, you know, you had the Mariners go out there and you saw two pop-ups in foul grounds and then a backwards K and then he's right back out there. And then on the fourth, they get right to him. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, in that inning. So, I mean, it was, and then again, you had these two big shout out innings, or what is it close out or shut down? What's the term they use here for baseball? It's slipping my mind, but they score these big innings and then you don't have anything to chip away, you know, get the starters uh, pitch count up like you did the day before. It just, it doesn't help out the pitcher whatsoever. No. And I got to imagine that the Mariners, um, you know, the way the season's gone felt demoralized after um, getting down early and by how many they were down, they, they are not an offense that's clicking. They've got guys that are struggling that aren't playing up to their baseball cards. That's no big rocket science news to anybody that's been watching. It's it's just the way it's been this year. And um, it's, you know, I'm, I'm sure when they got down, they were like, here we go again. Yeah, yeah. And at one point, you know, when it mattered in the game, uh, when we were texting, I, I happened to be a lot of scoreboard looking uh, yesterday, a lot of scoreboard watching uh, and yeah, other things because the, the game was not entertaining whatsoever. I was pondering why I drove down there uh, <laughs> on a couple occasions. Uh, but at one point, I think they had 14 hits and we had one hit. I mean, we ended up getting three hits. We got those in the eighth inning when it was already, you know, 10 to nothing. Where And Juan Soto had five. He had five hit hits. Yeah. Juan Soto, uh, you know, the last two times and the only two times I've seen Juan Soto in person, he's had five for five. And then the only other time I've seen him. So he had the five for five yesterday is in the home run derby. So I've only seen this guy in person win a home run derby and go five for five. I'm, I'm pretty impressed as far as what I see when I see him in person. Yeah. And, you know, um, we, we can talk about. Juan Soto, the difference between who we faced in the Padres and the Mariners and their um, how much money each team uh, spends on payroll, it's quite a bit different, but they have around the same record. Um, the Padres, I believe, are under 500 by a couple games. I haven't looked closely enough, but um, yeah, so two clubs that are had both 
a lot of high expectations and both fan bases are frustrated with how the season has started for them. Yeah. Um, I mean, and, and we were talking like if the Padres, if, if you go down there and you catch them where they're, you know, they've been inconsistent like the Mariners, but if you catch them on a day where everything's clicking, that lineup is, is insane. Uh, I saw them in person. So I take this back. I did see Juan Soto in person at the Dodgers game. So two out of the three games, he's he's been like that. Uh, but he also hit a home run in that game when I was there. So this guy's impressed me in, in person. But, um, uh, you know, if, when this team is clicking like that, it, it's it's a scary looking team. It's it's a, it's a pretty much an all star uh, lineup, you know, uh, you know, pretty much through that whole entire lineup. And but I do want to say, like, yeah, the fan base is a, is a little frustrated. I'm sure the night before they were really distraught when when they could only, you know, muster up one run, um, despite Logan just being on. Uh, I know at one point I looked over and I we know we know uh, Suarez only has six home runs to his name. Well, Manny Machado's only had five. If you were to tell me. You know, at the beginning of June, between Manny Machado and Suarez, uh, each team's respected third baseman, that they'd have a total of 11 home runs together. And I said, you were crazy, or somebody had a massive injury. Yeah, it's great stat. I mean, you're right. You you would not expect that from those two big-time players. And or I would say Machado's a superstar, but they're both big time power hitters as well. Um, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't ex- you wouldn't expect that, you know. But on the other hand, as I look back in that loss, you got to give credit to Michael Walker. Uh, he's been phenomenal. Yes. He came into the game being pitcher of the month. Um, pitch good pitching beats good hitting. Uh, you know, we've seen good pitching, but we haven't got enough good hitting to then complement that. So, um, and it's it's been one of those years hopefully uh this series down in anaheim will you know but nonetheless i i don't have a problem with a split down in san diego it's just the type of game that happened after the game before it's baseball but you know let's get back into uh let's wrap this up and let's uh take a quick break and let's come back and talk about Oh, some of the tough stuff and how much longer do we think we are going to see it? 